Hello, this is Dr. Jeff Craig. I'm the superintendent for West Aurora Schools, and we welcome you to our District 129 podcast. And this is podcast number six, and we are welcoming today uh, Itzel De La Hoya. She is our third grade teacher at Nancy Hill Elementary, and welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much, Dr. Craig. I'm happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. This is exciting to be able to talk about our own, and uh, this is just a, it's a great opportunity to, to kind of highlight and showcase uh, some of our outstanding staff here. So welcome, and, and uh, we'll look forward to a good conversation today. Yes. So, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, when people choose to go into education, a lot of times, you know, well, I wanted to be a coach or something. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of out of curiosity, what, what kind of compelled you or prompted you to, uh, to make a career out of being an educator? I enjoy helping others, so I find teaching to be extremely noble. I also came from a family of teachers. My mother was a teacher in Mexico. Oh, no kidding. Yes. What in, part? In Durango. Okay. So the state of Durango. And... I find that it's one of those careers that's incredibly rewarding. And you come in to teach, and every day is a different day, so it's incredibly entertaining. I love that the kids have no filter <laughs> and how loving and appreciative they are of you. And they certainly aren't boring. <laughs> no. Yeah, so that's why I decided to go into teaching. So, don't, you know, without sounding like a resume, give us a little sample of, uh, you know, where you've been career-wise, where you went to school, you did your, your teacher pre-service, how long you've been with us, and then maybe some of your career aspirations. All right, so I have a long history with West Aurora. I went to Schneider Elementary School. Outstanding. And from there, I went to Jewel Middle School, West Aurora High School. I'm a proud graduate from there. Yes, you are. And I went to Aurora University, so it was all within the same community. Wow. And after Aurora University, I started teaching in, at Greenman Elementary School and then had a year overseas where I taught in Vienna, Austria. And then I came back to the West Aurora District at Hill Elementary School. Now, how long have you been at Hill for us? Um, this is my third year. Outstanding, outstanding. And then, so you've made the transition from the 128-year-old building to the brand spanking new state-of-the-art facility. Yes, yes, it's a beautiful building, and I feel like we're very blessed. To, it still smells brand new as you're walking <laughs> through the hallways. So it's like that new beautiful. car smell, right? Yes. You know, one of the uh, ironic pieces, and, and maybe it wasn't, maybe it was well planned on our part and your part. Uh, but the, we're in the middle of uh, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, and we just uh, had the opportunity to celebrate uh, that last, I think, two weeks ago. Um, we had a, a breakfast that was a Hispanic, uh, Hispanic uh, Pioneers breakfast. It was a great celebration from all of Aurora, not just the West Side. So, you know, obviously you're very proud of your background. Yes. So what does it mean uh, specifically in this month when we're celebrating Hispanic heritage uh, to be a Latina and a Latina in education? I'm super grateful to be in the position that I am working with such an amazing community. I work with a class full of incredible students who I strive to serve as a role model for every day. And being a bilingual teacher, I really want to draw emphasis on just the beauty of knowing more than one language. Sure. And I tell my students every day, like having the ability to communicate with a multitude of people is amazing. And they should be proud of their roots and they should definitely you know, never lose one language over the other. Definitely see them as side by side. They are both equally important, English and Spanish. And if you can learn another language in life, that would be incredible too. So just really drawing emphasis on how 
amazing it is to be a Latino, to be a Latina, and also to know more than one language and just be appreciative of the roots that come with it and just what a beautiful culture it is, what a colorful, family-oriented culture it is. And I try to bring that into the classroom as much as possible too, even if it's through like traditional poetry and songs and the music that's played sometimes, the conversations we have. The sayings my grandma used to say sometimes come out of my mouth and the kids crack up and they relate to it. So being relatable, I think, is very powerful in sure. the classroom too, because then we become a family more than just, you know, a teacher and a group of students. Well, you know, one of the things that, that the folks that are listening to our podcast, one of the things that they can't see is, is your facial expressions and your body language. But when you start talking about your heritage and your culture, um, an excitement, a passion you can see coming out of that when you, when you start talking about being bilingual, being able to be relevant with your students. I mean, what a positive force you are. And, I, you know, oh, thank you. I think people are, are just... Um, they they kind of kind of shake their head when they understand that 57% of our 13,000 students are are Hispanic and all it was like well when did that happen well it's been happening i mean that's that's our that's our nation mm-hmm. is we're very multicultural but we speak roughly 57 languages in this district and uh you know i as you say to be bilingual what an incredible skill to be able to open those doors uh because that's what our society requires of us is to be very diverse and very flexible and so uh, i applaud you for really promoting that's awesome thank you you know i I know you mentioned about being a west rural alum and Mm -hmm. and you have choices i mean we're, we're we're a state that has 852 school districts and you gave us your, your career path thus far. What drew you back here to West Rural Schools? I love the community. It holds a special place in my heart. I think because there's so much history here, so many memories, a lot of passionate individuals that inspired me too, that it's fun to come back and even sit in with them on meetings now too. It's such a crazy feeling. And I just appreciate how humble the community is too. Mm. The families are so grateful the way that they like communicate with me as their student as their son or daughter's teacher is just it's so nice to to hear how gracious they are and how trusting they are and also just being a part of such a family-oriented community, like it's always such a feel-good space to be a part of. I think that's a lot of it's due to that you know the Hispanic heritage itself is is very family oriented. So yes. as we become more inculcated uh, into that culture, that's kind of the, the the character that we we take on. And I think that's not a bad thing. Um, you talked about some folks that inspired you. Anybody or a few people that in particular that you wanted to mention that were were uh, faces and names and, and inspirational people in your world? Yes. Well, when I think back to my elementary days, there was Mrs. Lull. I don't know if she would tune in, but she was on um, the verge of going into maternity leave that Ah, year. So I was lucky enough to have her. I don't know that she returned to the district after her maternity leave, but she was just so passionate, extremely creative, and she knew how to be a kid herself with us. (laughs) And I think that that's what makes a great teacher too, like someone that can sit on the carpet with their students, someone that can laugh with their students, someone that can be goofy, that can inspire, that can engage. And she really had the ability to do that. We'd get, you know, like our hands dirty in crafts and she would 
take us to a whole other world when we would have a read aloud, which I'm so glad the district brought back read alouds because that was my favorite part of the day with Mrs. Lull because she was so good about adding expression to her stories and kind of making it, yeah, a really special experience just the entire day with her. She was really sweet in nature and Dr. Just really authentic. will be very excited about hearing about the read-alouds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she will. I hope she tunes in. Yeah, no, it was just so nice to have someone like that and then to, you know, use that as inspiration now that I'm a teacher myself sure. and make sure that, you know, I don't forget to be a kid with the students and to add sparks of creativity and to find ways to engage them so that they can one day look back and be like, you know, like, oh, I was so happy to be in Ms. Delaoya's class. You know, it's interesting that you talk about that because I think uh, things that you, those activities you describe are building those relationships with kids. You know, and that's really what we've really tried to emphasize this year. Uh, part of our social emotional learning about making a difference is building those strong relationships. What's from your insights, um, you've talked about ways that you're building relationships with the students. How do we reach farther into our parents and our community? Um, even though there's potentially cultural and language barriers, how do we build those relationships outside the classroom? How do we push what you're doing outside of your four walls and into our larger community? So how do I connect with the families? Yes, well, what I try to do year after year is straight off from the start, I always send home like a letter about me. So it gives them a little bit of background and the history that I have in West Aurora and also um, that I come from a Mexican family. And this year, the parents that I'm working with are predominantly either Mexican-American or of Mexican background. Okay. So it's a great way to connect right away and also making myself available. So like including, you know, my phone number so that they can call whenever necessary. And after school, like being available to have full conversations, not always being on the run. And I've found myself, even though we're only a few weeks into the school year, already doing that, like staying after school. And when I like high five the kids on the way out, like sometimes I'll, you know, step aside and have a full conversation with one of the moms. Sure. And, you know, sometimes it will be about the student. Other times we'll just have like a good chuckle because we've connected. And I think that that's where you build trust and you have that connection and they're more willing to come to you in times of like need um, with supporting their child. But that's comforting though for them to be able to have a, a real conversation about what's most important and that's their child and, and, and being able to provide that discussion I think that's important that's awesome. Yeah and something that was so incredible last year I like got a knot in my throat teared up a little bit was my first year teaching at Greenman. I was a first grade bilingual teacher there. My students recently before, you know, they left off to middle school, they came back with their moms to Hill. They found out that I had returned to the district, well, that I was at neat. Hill and they called me down to the office after school. And, you know, I didn't know what the call was for. I was like, oh, what do they need me in the office for? And then when I got there, I saw like, you know, these grown kids because they were <laughs> tiny when I had them. They were six and now How'd they were happen? fifth graders. Yeah, about to go on to sixth grade. Wow. And their moms came and we took like a group photo and I like hugged them and greeted them. And in Mexican culture, when you greet each other, you like shake each other's hand and you do a kiss on the cheek. Sure. That's how I greet the moms. Like it's just that what personal. What that must have made. And so it was just so cool to have that. That's you know? exciting. It's exciting to hear you talk about it. That's outstanding. You know, so along that same line, 
and I don't know if you've ever had this picture in your mind or wondered or gone to an in-service or a seminar, but in your mind, what does it take to be not just a, an okay teacher, what's it take to be an exceptional teacher? Passion, you mm. need to be very passionate. You need to love what you do. And although it's not an easy career, you need to remind yourself why you're in it. You're in it for the kids. You're How do you do that? How do you remind yourself what you're in it for? When things get a little bit tough. Well, I just always think about how am, how am I making those kids feel? Mm. You know, there's a really powerful <laughs> quote and that quote always sticks with me about people won't remember necessarily what you said, but how you made them feel. Ah, so just like, yes. you know, putting that first, like even when times get hard, like you have that power to make these kids feel incredible, confident, safe, happy. And you want them to like look back and, and be happy to have been in your classroom and, you know, have you ho hopefully, you know, you served as a role model or inspiration to them too. That's, so. I tell you what, if there was a takeaway from this so far, that's gotta be one of them. I, I applaud you for, I mean, that's sound like a 20 year veteran. So thank you for sharing <laughs> thank that. You, that's incredible. Flattering. So, you know, we talked about, uh, I think a couple of years ago, one of our in-services about whose story will you tell? Uh, because as you talk about, every one of our students has a story, right? Mm -hmm. they, they all come to us with something, whether it's baggage or whether it's just some, some piece that we, some nugget that we should know about. So if someone was telling mm -hmm. your story, the Itzel De La Hoya story, what would you want us to know about you? I'm very dedicated. I'm a dedicated person to my family, to my friends, to my students, to my community. I, I do everything with my whole heart. <laughs> I'm super like feely. So that's why sometimes with some of these questions, like my voice cracks a little bit. <laughs> so, that's very authentic. But yeah, I'm just, I love to make others happy. And that's why I chose teaching too, like going back to this question you asked at the beginning. Yeah. So let me, let me guide you a little bit more targeted. So about your dedication and your whole heart giving. So if that's part of the whole book, is there a certain chapter that you're exceptionally proud of? Mm, it's hard to narrow it down. I think that like one day I'm just gonna like look back at like my whole career as a teacher. We're all teachers, like even through all the stages in life, like I'll look back to how I was when I started and where I'm at like at the point of retirement. And I think that that whole chapter of like having been a teacher will be very powerful. Absolutely, absolutely. And extremely memorable. It's insightful. You know, um, you talked a little bit about kind of the, the evolution of our district and, and the students and families that make up our community. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to us a little about, or maybe just describe, and, and this has been an emphasis for us, about our culture. You know, it's, it's not okay to, to be an average culture because everyone defaults to average. How do we mm -hmm. become an elite culture? But if you could describe what our culture is like in West Aurora from your perspective, from your lens, can you share with us your thoughts on that? It's a diverse community. It is. Of a lot of hardworking families. 
dedicated teachers, brilliant students, because every child is brilliant. They just need someone that inspires them. <laughs> and it's a very loyal community. I mean, you have so many district people that are employed to 129 that were students. A large number. We have a, we're very excited to be able to count uh, a lot of our staff as, as alum. I would agree. So that shows just how loyal we are as a community. We don't go elsewhere. We, we stay where, where you know, our roots are and where we grew up and where we hold all these memories and special people. And, you know, there's a reason why people don't leave. They stay because it's such a tight community. I would agree. Yeah, it's very welcoming, very family-oriented, and I yes. think that's important. You know, you, you made a, a very uh, poignant comment when you talked about our students are hardworking, they're brilliant, and they just need some inspiration. Mm -hmm. What inspires Itzel De La Hoya? People who service others out of kindness hmm. without expecting anything in return. So people who are humble, noble, and willing to give. Because many times in life you'll find that you know, people will do these amazing things, but they will expect something in return. Sure. What's in it for me? The or they will want the applause, yeah. you know? And so just being around people who service others without expecting anything in return is so amazing. Like, that's what inspires me. Like, people who I've met in life that are that authentic, that kind. Wow. You are warm and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people at work probably think I'm like the hippie. <laughs> well, that's really cool. I, I, you know what? Um, and you're a perfect fit. Uh, I think that's what nurtures our kids. You know, and Thank I think uh, people feel that you're so genuine. I can, you know, just just the conversation with you is very genuine, very authentic. That you're not you're not making this up as you go. And that's and I hope people that that are listening to this podcast today get a sense of that as well. Because that's um, that's not something you can fake. Mm -hmm. So let me let me put the tiara on your head. And so if you are queen of the world for the day, what would you do to change education? Anything you wanted? I would eliminate assessments that ah. are written in a way that is not differentiated. Because it's so hard for me to see some of our English language learners who are incredibly skillful sit in front of a screen defeated. Yep because some of these assessments are made in a way that it's like one shoe size fits all and that's not what our district is no I we have agree. a multitude of different cultures and a multitude of languages you mentioned 57 different languages so sometimes these children have such a powerful skill set but the moment that they have like a long article in front of them in English and they're not prepared for that transition just yet, they will feel defeated. And then we won't get accurate scores. We don't get authentic scores that truly measure how intelligent these children are. Yeah. I, you know, I was a, an, I was a, an industrial arts teacher by trade to start with. And back to how do we help kids demonstrate their knowledge in different ways and it doesn't necessarily mean selecting the right bubble um, it doesn't mm -hmm. mean you know that we've language should not be a barrier to demonstrate our intelligence and our creativity so I, i'm with you a thousand percent there's there's got to be a different way to, to help our kids measure themselves and, and understand that they're they've got some mastery 
that's an awesome, uh, that might be our, our, our banner, is eliminate assessments that don't differentiate. So you've talked a lot about your pride in being a Latina and pride in your, your, your tradition, your culture. You know, one of the things we, we are challenged with, especially when we think about uh, post-secondary opportunities, a lot of our kids, because their families have never gone to college, they've never been on a university uh, site, and we can tell them, yes, you can. But from your lens, from your heart, what advice would you give to young Latinas that are thinking about going into education? How would you counsel them? I would say to definitely go for it. I couldn't think of a better move in terms of choosing teaching as your career. It's so rewarding. And to have the ability to service for a multitude of years, a community of learners is incredible. And, and also, I love that it's a career that's like driven by love. Mm. Like it's, it's really all about like how much you care. And I mean, if they're thinking about it, there's a reason why they are, you know? So if they wholeheartedly want to be in a career path that they will wake up to every day and make a difference, teaching is the way to go. You couldn't have, I couldn't have said it better if I had scripted it. So uh, well, that's an awesome way to, to think about it. And you are absolutely a model, not just for our <laughs> Latina you. population, but I think um, for the female gender, for kids in general, that yes, you can, and don't use excuses for why you can't. Right. Um, and I think you are doing it for all the right reasons. Uh, we're incredibly humbled uh, for the passion that you bring and the inspiration you, you bring to our kids in our school. I, you know, you're, you talk about uh, make, being able to make a difference. Uh, I don't know that we would have you on here if you weren't making a difference, and we appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so a great opportunity to, to really hear a little bit about your story, to hear your passions. and um, So you're the real deal, and so when people tune in and listen to this podcast, what they hear is what I've seen and what I've felt in this discussion, and we really appreciate that. And so thank you, uh, Itzel De La Hoya, our third grade teacher from Hill Elementary. We appreciate being part of our podcast today. Thank you, Dr. Kragna. I'm super flattered and grateful that I could sit in and, and chat with you. Well, you're a tremendous representative for District 129, and we appreciate it and hope we keep you around for a long time coming. <laughs> Thank you. So you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, including iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and the TuneIn Radio app. And I would encourage you to subscribe to our broadcast and please give us your feedback so we can continue to improve our discussions. Uh, this is podcast number six, and we hope you join us. Thank you.